What's up, everybody? It's the Inspired Creativity Podcast, Sunday Coffee Talk. I'm Joe Longo. How are we all doing today? So I had this idea for today's episode. I was going to be talking about my day today because I was, was supposed to be speaking in New York City at the Javits Center at the IECSC Spa and Wellness Convention. And I was super excited because I was going to be talking about coaching and mindfulness and meditation and all the woo that I am with the idea of maybe getting new clients. And then last night around uh, five o'clock, they decided to cancel the conference because of this coronavirus that is out there. New York declared a state of emergency. And after the state of emergency was declared, they canceled the event, which is good and bad, you know? So my thought that I was just going to randomly talk about that on my way into the city today. But here I am sitting in my sitting in my living room, having some coffee, and I'm trying to think of what should we talk about. And then I realized, you know what? Tomorrow is my 45th birthday. So I'm going to talk about me. I'm going to tell you all the story about me. So this might be a little bit longer. And the reason I'm going to tell this story is I, I shared a, a Instagram social media post earlier this week, and it had a little bit of my origin story. And some people were like, I had no idea all these things happened and that, you know, you were married or that you played football or that you had a real job at one time. So, and some other people were like, Joe, you need to tell that story because I typically tell the story when I teach a couple of the workshops that I teach because it's a, you know, it's a, it's my story. It's what got me to where I am. So, Sitting here the day before my 45th birthday, I figure, why not tell you all the story of me? So, I invite you to grab a cup of joe. I'm going to have a sip of my coffee. Kick back and enjoy my origin story, if you will. I also pulled some oracle cards for us as well that I'll, I'll try to hit at the end of the episode. So this might be a longer coffee talk, but I'll try to keep it quick, short and sweet. Maybe we'll see how it flows. But make yourself comfortable as I tell you this story. So I was born March 9th, 1975. That's 45 years ago tomorrow. 45. I cannot believe that I'm 45. I'm the youngest of six kids. I grew up in Northeast PA. I was a horrible student. All I wanted to do was be an athlete. All I wanted to do was play football. I had this idea that I was going to be a professional football player. Literally, like people would say, Joe, what are you going to do when you grow up? And I would say, I'm going to be a football player. Now, I'm 5'8". I guess I thought maybe I would grow taller. I would be a little bit taller, but obviously I just did not have the body to be a professional football player, but I was good. I was good enough to get a scholarship. I ended up getting a scholarship to Mansfield university. I played for a year. It was a lot of fun because I actually played. So I had that, you know, fulfillment of being like, oh, okay. Like I proved it to myself that I was a college athlete, that I was able to play. But I also had this, internal struggle going on within because I, I never felt like I fit in anywhere. I never felt like I fit in with my family, with my brothers, with my dad. They were into cars and racing and they're also artists. 
and I, I didn't feel that I was an artist because I couldn't draw a straight line. I was never into racing or cars or anything like that. I, I don't know why. I just, I just never was. I was a shy kid in high school. I was shy. People thought I was conceited, but really I was just shy. I was too afraid to say, Hey, do you want to go out on a date? And I say that because me and my, my best friend were just talking about that the other day about some, some girls that we went to high school with that were absolutely gorgeous. And that I just, you know, probably had that I, not probably that I had crushes on that I was too afraid to say, Hey, do you want to go out on a date? And like, I was this, you know, jock bro dude that really didn't fit in with the jock. I was a horrible student. So I was in the classes with like all of, let's say the bad kids. And I really didn't fit in with them. I was always kind of like this on the outside of, of everything. Like just a little off of all of the groups, like never really fitting, fitting in or feeling as if I fit in, but I would try to play along and play, you know, play the roles that were given to me. So I ended up getting a football scholarship to Mansfield university. I went, I played again. I never really fit in. I remember showing up for camp and I had, I used to have hair. I actually had a dream about having hair last night. It was great. And my hair was beautiful in the dream. I don't remember anything else about the dream besides just having beautiful hair. But anyway, so I show up for college football camp. I have a bunch of earrings. I look like an artist, but I'm not an artist because I don't realize that I'm an artist yet. And I'm a football player. And I remember the coaches thinking that I was a giant stoner because I had long hair and I had all these earrings. And, you know, I had the very, you know, nine, typical 90s grunge look going on. So I kind of, I really didn't fit in. And I remember, I was, again, super shy. Like the first week of football camp, I don't think I talked to anybody. I just kind of sat there. I did my thing, but I really didn't talk to people because I, I didn't, I was shy. It was hard for me. It still is hard for me just to start conversations. I can do this. I can talk into my microphone. I can jump up on a stage and talk. I can teach a yoga class. I can sing a song in front of people. Totally fine. But ask me to come to a party by myself. I would rather not. I'm shy. It's just, just the way I am. And I'm introvert, extrovert. I would rather be the party than go to the party. So at Mansfield University, I play for a year. I get that fulfillment of, wow, like I did it. Like I, I, I did it. I, I played at the college level. And I'm also having this internal, stru internal struggle because I have this feeling like, who am I? Really, who am I? So many people are just like, oh, that's Joe Longo. He's the football player. And it's what I wanted growing up. It is exactly what I wanted. And then I got to this space in my life where it was just like, oh, wow, I'm just like, people just know me for this. And there's so much more. There's so much more than just Joe Longo, the football player. And then my coach decided to put me into a photography class. He was also my academic advisor. So he puts me in this photography class that I fail. That's right. I failed it. It was Friday at three o'clock in the afternoon and I just couldn't get the class, but I fell in love with photography. So over the summer, my coach calls, I have this struggle again and I'm going through my mind and I'm like, I'm sick of being this just Joe Longo, the football player. Like, there's more to me than that. So 
I decided to go to art school because I really fell in love with photography. I fell in love with creating. I fell in love with the creative process. So I went to a community college in, in Northeast PA, Lackawanna, not Lackawanna, Luzerne County Community College. I got a degree in photography. It was, it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. In that time, I was living at my parents' house. I was working in a photography store in Wilkes-Barre. I was going to school for art. And then I, I started singing in a band with my best friend. And we were horrible. So bad, but it was so much fun. And again, it was this like, put me on a stage. I'm fine. I'm the party. Ask me to just hang out. I would rather not the shyness it's still there so i have this wonderful you know college experience but i'm in northeast pa and there's not much and as soon as i graduated i moved to philadelphia and i moved in with my friend amy and i'm working in the world of photography doing high school senior portraits and college senior portraits and it was kind of fun and i did that from like 98 until 2001 and after 2001, after September 11th happened, I got laid off. At that time, my roommate, Amy, then became my girlfriend. And she was like, you need a job. So I went back to school for computer programming and web design. And all of a sudden, I'm not taking pictures anymore. I'm in the corporate world. And I'm working for Siemens Medical Solutions. And I'm like, what just happened? Like I went literally, like I had this one life where I was, a, where I was an athlete. And then I decided I, wasn't, I didn't want to be an athlete anymore. And I became an artist for a little short amount of time. And it's, it, it sparked this creative energy within me. And then after September 11th, I moved into this corporate world. Because you have to have a job, right? You have to have money. You have to, you know, have the car and do all of the things. And that, that's what I did. And I put my camera down. And I didn't touch my camera. I actually sold my camera. And I didn't take a picture for probably four or five years. And in that four or five years, I progressively moved through the corporate world. I went from being just a help desk person to being a help desk manager to eventually becoming an IT director at DeVry University. And it was, it was an interesting ride. But along the way, I wasn't taking pictures. I wasn't creating. That, that creative energy that, that is in me was not moving. It became very stagnant in me. And then me and Amy got married. And I got very depressed. And I wasn't realizing that I, was, uh, that I became depressed because I wasn't creating, because I wasn't like moving that creative energy. I wasn't doing anything with it. And when you become, when I, at least for me, I became depressed and I stopped talking, I stopped sharing, I stopped, you know, communicating the way that I should have communicated with Amy. And that didn't lead to a good marriage, you know, and obviously things happened then and we ended up getting divorced and we got divorced. I was still working at DeVry University. I was supposed to go to Peru to a friend's wedding and this is as the like the marriage was kind of falling falling apart or dissolving we'll we'll say i bought a a digital camera cuz you know we were just starting to move from the world of film photography to the world of digital photography so i bought a a digital camera because i wasn't going to go to peru to a friend's wedding with a film camera so about 
maybe a month before I was supposed to go to Peru, I got a blood clot in my leg and I couldn't fly. So I couldn't go to Peru. So now I'm sad. I have a blood clot. My marriage is over, but I have a camera. And with that camera, I start going out to the bars in the Philadelphia area and I start photographing music because I love music. Love it. I'm like, you know, I'll at least go out by myself, drink alone, photograph the bands. And it, it, was, a, it was a great time. Even though I'm, I was sad, I'm trying to figure things out. I have this day job that's paying me. So that's cool. I'm living a normal-ish life, getting divorced. And through that, you know, I also find Kundalini Yoga. Kundalini Yoga came into my life in 2002. And I was practicing it on and off. And it really helped me become a, a kinder, loving, caring man. And, you know, so I had this practice of, of Kundalini and meditation. And I've always been very spiritual throughout you know, my whole life. So I've always had some kind of practice at some time, at some point. Not always a dedicated practice. So I have this camera. I'm photographing a lot of music. I'm, you know, becoming friends with a lot of people in the, mus in the Philadelphia music scene. It's really, you know, making me feel alive again. And in probably 2009, 2010, I get a new job at this small software company, thinking that it's going to be the best thing in the world because of the money. And let me tell you something, it was the worst thing in the world. But because of that job, I was able to enroll in a, in a yoga teacher training program because they're expensive and they just keep getting more expensive. So I enroll in this teacher training program. I'm two months into the teacher training program and I'm two months into this new job that I think is going to be really just make life so easy because of the money that I was making. And I'm just thinking that because of the amount of money I'm making, life is going to be great. Life is going to be easy. Life will be sweet. Well, my friends, that was not the case at all. Life sucked. I wanted to die. I hated everything. I would call my best friend literally every day after work and just be like, this is the worst thing ever. I'm divorced. I would often use the uh, reference of Ross from friends. I was like, I'm fucking Ross. Um, I'm the divorced guy. I hate my job and I don't know what's going on. And it, it was a really, really hard time in, in my life because like everything you're taught as a kid, like get a job, get a good job, make lots of money. Everything will be great. Like I felt like, okay, this is neat. I'm divorced. I have two dogs, but I have this great job. So everything should be right. Everything should be great, right? I can do whatever I want. And it wasn't, it was horrible. It was so horrible, so depressing, so sad. Just there, there was not an ounce of happiness in me but I'm doing this Kundalini training program and it's bringing up all of these emotions. It's bringing everything up. It's moving energy around. It's making me realize that I don't have to be miserable. I don't have to be sad that I can create the life that I want to create. So two months into this job, I take a week vacation and go to Vermont with some friends on, on my ride home from Vermont. My boss calls not to see how my vacation was, but to yell at me, to scold me like a child because I didn't reply back to enough emails when I was on vacation. And without thinking, I quit my job. 
And when I quit, my boss was like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't quit. What are you going to do? I was like, I'll teach yoga and I'll be a photographer. Now, grant that I was still in my teacher training. I did not teach a regular yoga class yet. I had no idea how to teach a yoga class, nor did I know how to run a business. I still say I don't know how to run a business. I didn't know what I was really going to do, but I was just like, I guess I'll, I'll be a photographer and I'll teach yoga. And he, you know, he was really nice. He was like, you know, let's just talk about it tomorrow. Cause you know, the next day was Monday. He was like, just come in. We'll talk about everything. We'll see if we can, you know, make things better. And I was like, no, I'm not coming back. Like I'm done. I quit. I'm not coming back ever. Everything that is at my desk, throw it away and I'll ship you my laptop. Like that is how done I am. Like I'm done. I don't want that life. I don't know what is going to happen, but I know I cannot live that way anymore. I quit without a plan, without an idea, without anything. And I didn't, even though I had that job where I was making, you know, all this money, I didn't have any money saved. There was, there was, it was the, the worst thing I could have done, I did. And I look back and I think, wow, I wish I had a coach. I wish I had a mentor. I wish I had someone that I could have talked to. To be like, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to be a photographer. I want to have a photography business and I want to teach yoga. How can I do it? How can I go about doing this? What can I do? Is there anyone I can talk to? And there wasn't. And I don't even think, like, is there a coach? Can I reach out to a coach? Can I reach out to somebody? Like, that wasn't even in my consciousness. But that's what I did. I quit. And somehow, I've been trying to make it work. And I, I have not done anything right. Not an ounce of anything. I mean, sure, I teach yoga. I'm a photographer. And now I'm coaching people. And I absolutely love it. But... If I would have had someone when I was starting, if I would have had a business coach to help me with my business, my life would be completely different right now. If I would have had a coach just to talk to when I was sad, to get me to the space of trying to figure out why I was sad, most likely I would be in a different place right now in my life. And that's why I'm coaching people now. Because of all of that, because of that story, because of those failures, because of those changes, because of the things that I've learned, I want to be in a space to help people. I want to help people that hate their jobs. If you're out there and you're listening and you hate your job, I want to talk to you. I want to coach you. I want to help you change your mindset. So you don't have to quit that job. So you don't throw yourself out into this space of not knowing because you can't take it anymore. I would rather help someone change their mindset on their current position than see someone throw away $100,000. And that's why I'm coaching. I'm coaching people because I want to help people realize their true purpose and in realizing our true purpose you know sometimes it's like you know what i have this job and this job sucks but if i change my mindset about this job i can actually start enjoying it and that's ultimately what it comes down to it's our mindset where is your mind 
you know, every day I woke up and I would say, this job sucks. This life sucks. Everything sucks. And it did because that's where my mindset was. But if I had a mindset coach that could ask me the questions to see why was I feeling that way? Why was I feeling that it sucked? How can I make it better? If I had someone in my life to help me look within, I would be in a different position right now. I probably would have been coaching people years ago instead of waiting until now. And now here I am the day before my 45th birthday. I think I have three more classes in my life coaching certification program to go. And there's a part of me that feels like, you know, maybe I failed, maybe I failed a lot, but in those failures, it got me to where I am now. And it got me to understand myself. It got me to be a yoga teacher, a meditation teacher, a motivational speaker. It put me in this position to be able to help people, to share what I've learned along the way, to share my mistakes. Yeah, I was in a failed marriage, but I learned a lot. I learned a lot about relationships. I learned a lot about communication. I learned that, you know, sharing and actually talking is is vital in relationships. That if you're in a marriage and you're not talking with your husband or wife, it's going to be a tricky space to be in. But I wouldn't know these things if I didn't have those failures. So I can sit here and be sad or I can sit here and say wow look at everything that you did look at those like six lives that have happened in this one life and that's what it feels like it feels like you know there was this athlete life there was this corporate life there's this yoga teacher life there's this coach life there's this artist life so many lives we live and sometimes we don't take the time just to sit back and acknowledge them and say, thank you. Thank you for the lessons that I learned. Thank you. Because if it wasn't for all of those lessons, if it wasn't for the failure, for the sorrow, for the heartache, I wouldn't be here right now. And this is exactly where I want to be. I want to be in this space to help people. I want to help you connect to your passion, to your purpose. I want to help to connect you to that light that's within you so you live a fulfilled life. And I know I, I say shit about, you know, people just being in the rat race, but there are people out there that know how to be in the rat race, that have a great job, or that have a job that they're like, yeah, it's a job. And it's getting me what I want out of life. And I want to be that support for people. I want to be here. I want to help you. I want to help guide you. I want to help ask you those hard questions so you can start looking inside and start realizing what do you want in this life? Recognize where you are and where you want to be and what might be getting in the way and what can you do to get around those roadblocks. What can you do to let go of self-limiting beliefs that are holding you back? And that's why I'm coaching. That's why I'm doing this. Because I feel from all of my failures, it's created this life resume that I have. 
that can hopefully help you get to where you want to be. So, on this Sunday coffee talk, giant full moon, the day before my 45th birthday, that's my, that's my origin story. That's what got me to where I am right now. All of those, all of those failures, all of those life events, all of them made me who I am today. So if you actually stayed on and listened to the whole thing, if you're interested in, in some coaching sessions, hit me up. We'll set up a free discovery call and see if we might work well together. You know, don't go through life alone because you're afraid to ask for help. I did it. I didn't ask for help for a long time and it made life really hard. So if you're in that space where you hate your job and you want to do something else, or maybe you just need to change your mindset, reach out. We'll set up a free call. And because it's my birthday tomorrow, there's a newsletter going out. I'm doing all kind of birthday sales. There's going to be a photography sale. There's a coaching sale. And I just got word that I am teaming up with my friends at Tattooed Moms on May 22nd to do a wonderful Friday 1 to 3 p.m. photo session at Tattooed Moms. So all of this information is going to be coming out tomorrow in a newsletter. I'll also share it on all of my social sites if you are not subscribed to the newsletter, but there's going to be a photography sale, a coaching sale, and information about the Tattooed Mom session happening. Um... I really don't know what else to say. There's a bunch of yoga workshops happening. Oh, Tuesday nights, I am teaching a $5 meditation class in my living room that I live stream. So if you want to be part of that, please register on my website, inspirecreatemanifest.com. You can find all of the information about all of the things on my website, inspirecreatemanifest.com. The information for the Tattooed Mom photo shoot is on my photography website, that's joelongophotography.com. Bunch of workshops happening. End of March, March 20th, I'm teaching a workshop with my good friend Amy Spicer, Bridging the Gap of Ascension, which is, it is going to be really, 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 really good. That is at Chantilly Yoga from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Friday, March 20th, Bridging the Gap of Ascension. And then March 27th, I'm at Boundless Yoga teaching an introduction to Kundalini Yoga. That's going to be an interesting one. So we'll be talking about all the things happening in the Kundalini world. We will be talking about the class structure, breathing, mantras, all of that stuff. You can find the information for that at my website as well, inspirecreatemanifest.com. I'm not sure if any of this made sense or if I was just rambling today, but pretty much that's the story of me. That is the story of me. I'm here to help you all. Excuse me. I'm here to help you all. If you would like to set up some coaching, reach out. Let's connect. You don't have to do this alone. And having a coach doesn't mean that you're broken. Having a coach means that you actually want to keep moving forward. That you want to create the life that you want to live. That you want to take control of your life. So I'm here. I'm here to help. If you want the help, reach out. And we will start moving forward, helping to connect you to your passion, your purpose, your bliss, helping you change your mindset so you can become a happier, 
person so you can start enjoying this precious life. I really appreciate everyone that listens to the podcast. If you can, please like, subscribe, share with your friends, put it in your Instagram stories, leave a review on any of the platforms that you may listen to this on. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I really do appreciate everyone for listening. This, I absolutely love talking into the silly microphone and sharing stories and interviewing people. And it, it's a lot of fun. And I'm super happy that I am this introvert, extrovert, that I can do this and that I'm not afraid to do it. Sometimes it's scary. Like this is a scary episode this week, but I'm happy that I can do this and that you're out there listening. I appreciate you all. Try to adjust to springing ahead. The days are getting longer. It's going to be warmer. Thank the Lord. Spring is right around the corner. Hit me up. If you need any photos or anything like that, come out to one of my workshops, say hi, drop me a note if you would like. I'm here to help you all any way I can. Thank you for being in my life. I love and appreciate all of you. Have a beautiful Sunday.